1: Hey Hey. Oh. Hey hey. Oh. This one is
0: explicit Hello, Jessica?
1: Hello, Elsie. You know what? What?
0: I love listening to us.
1: <laughs> we are good. I don't blame you. I
0: you know when I do the show notes, it's just hilarious because and then there's you know there's times when I'm able. It depends on timing because you know John gets the files and then he sends them to me and then I will I could do the show notes then because I listen to the whole show and, and do the show notes. Or if John or I are a little bit early, meaning that you know I have to I can I have time to do the show notes beforehand. Then I'll listen to our raw files. Mm-hmm. You know. And I have to say, man, I was doing it this weekend after John had sent us the file and it's just so good. I I start laughing hysterically over our news stuff and our tips and our things because it's just so funny. Have you heard that yet?
1: Of course not. Oh my
0: God. What? You have to listen because it's so perfect. It's like, it's so organic. Like, it's so organic. It's so like we're just talking and then all of a sudden, okay, we're going to break for the news. And then you hear... The news, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. and then and it's like sort of pseudo you and pseudo like and a, a real oh, like transition, and it's perfect because then there's no ever no commentary on the sound. It's always like me, totally serious. Okay, guys, in the news, blah 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 blah, and it's so the juxtaposition between that transition and my seriousness kills me.
1: <laughs> I was just telling John that I worry that you know like that you're a newscaster and i'm just here to like bust on you because not only are you like coming up with the news but like you often want to read the headlines and go over the bullet points and i end up sitting here feeling like i'm not smart enough to be the one to read the news and then i feel then mm-hmm. i feel like well i may as well embrace it and then find something to bust on you about cuz i don't know what else to do with myself And then I feel guilty that I haven't come up with the news myself. No. Then I I think, wait, wait, I'm not done. Okay. And then I get through the cycle feeling like, well, she's probably just doing this because she feels like I'm doing a bunch of other stuff that she's not doing. Right? And I know you because I know you're probably just like, well, I'll do this so Jessica can focus on that. I'm assuming... Right. Yeah, there's that. There's that. And then there's also and then there's also your desire to be like a podcast um, source of of reliable information. Right. Which I know is in there as well. And so I'm just like, well, I'll just do my part. (laughs) And uh, what is John? John reassured me. He was like, you're supposed to, you know, she's the noodles and the sustenance. You're the flavor packet. Oh, look at that! I'm the flavor packet. Which you're I, the flavor I'm packet. I'm not sure if that's the kind of thing where my grandmother used to introduce me as the smart one and my sister is the pretty one, but and both of mm-hmm. us were like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll be the flavor packet. But that doesn't mean you're not flavorful, Elsie. I don't. No,
0: think. I. You know, all of the above. And usually, I just put all the stuff because I get really. I'm super. I'm. Se- I think it's because I'm so serious. Like I'm serious. This is like serious business for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i want to get through some of this stuff and um in terms of like what you can do i you know i don't know rob usually just goes you read this and i was like and i'm like okay
1: because all right
0: it doesn't matter you know just read it no i mean i'm not
1: i don't feel like i have to read any of it you're the one curating the news so you should be the one to talk about why it's important it's just that I guess on a week like this when I'm traveling, I'm less concerned with what we're going to talk about because I have other things I need to do before we go. So it's okay for me to just be the flavor packet this time. And last time I had some stuff we wanted to talk about. It's fine. It's all going to work out.
0: It's all going to work out. It's all fine. Why don't we just let our peeps know what's up? So guys, we are recording literally like this is probably the earliest we've recorded in a long time. Speaking of news, which was something that Jess was like bringing to my attention that you know, we will sort of report on the news, but really this news isn't really newsy by the time this comes out. But, you know, the stuff that I'm letting you guys know isn't necessarily time-sensitive. It's just stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, which is great and exciting for me. But if we happen to not address something that is has just dropped, like, in the last couple of days of April or, like, on May 1st, which is when this goes live, it's because Jess is traveling. Mm -hmm. Will you share where you're going?
1: I'm going to Minneapolis, baby. I'm super excited. Yeah, but tell them what you're doing. I am going to speak about podcasting and oh how my God. I'm going to speak basically about how podcasting is a good way to um, express yourself and show. I mean, it sounds cornball, but it's like sort of like a way of expressing yourself that you can't do any other way or any other through any other medium that it's really the best way to express your personality if you're having trouble not doing that but like being heard properly because with writing and like it's hard to do it's hard to be yourself you're just another blog yeah just another blog and so when you podcast it's sort of like people can really get to know you in a different way and i'm sort of meant to illustrate that that's what i'm
0: going to illustrate Good. I'm glad and I'm happy for you, but at the same time, it's like, poor you. You've had to do so many things this weekend and then record this thing and then pack up and go.
1: And Dude, that's a lot of stuff. No poor me. I love speaking and and leaving, so it's good. There's that, too. (laughs) I'm not unhappy in the slightest.
0: And you're going to meet some of our friends.
1: I get to meet Erica Learmark, which I'm so excited about, and I'm staying with Amber McHugh, which I'm also so excited excited
0: about. I'm kind of slightly jealous about that. I wish you were
1: coming. it be
0: kind of yeah. Of course. Like, yeah. Do you hear the excitement
1: in my voice? No. <laughs> Why is that?
0: I don't know because you know what it is. Because I really can't deal like traveling like that. It's just, it's just so stressful. There's just so much that. Yeah, honestly, all right. That's it. That's the only reason. I think if there was like some way to be like in Star Trek or something like be like beamed. <laughs> beamed <laughs> just, somewhere there like here i am and then come back it, it would be like the coolest thing ever i'm just it's actually
1: true like in this time is no different because even though normally i just get a ride to the airport which is 20 minutes away it was cheaper and more fun to fly with amber so i'm going to bwi which means i have to take my car take the car seat out take my car drive an hour and a half to bwi park it pay to park it Meet Amber at the airport and then fly out of Baltimore, which is a way bigger airport than Philadelphia. If you can even imagine that, yeah. so yeah, that'll be kind of a pain in the ass. And then, especially coming home because we don't get in till eight, and then I have to drive another hour and a half home. Oh my! I know, but it's not the same as you driving ten hours. To well, Pittsburgh, yeah. and then getting on a plane. It's just coming down, and the then mountains. having four legs. And th- you always have your flights are always like redonkulous. Yeah, that's insane. I have to get
0: better at that. But that sucks. But one place that I'm not um, kind of bummed that we're going to is Chicago because we're going to be having a nice brunch and podcast movement and excitement and live Mm. podcasting recording. Yep. That's going to be so fun. Did you get your tickets yet, you people that are listening to us here talk? Because then you can watch us together like this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be super fun.
0: With the sustenance and the spice packet together live.
1: You'll have a hearty bowl of soup. Actually, (laughs) we're not serving soup that day. We're serving some amazing other food. If you want to see, you can go to CarnivalChicago.com and see exactly what we will be, what kind of food they do have, but it looks amazing. Yeah, And we are going to do a live show, and we are going to probably pull up some of you to talk and talk about your podcasts and stuff. It's the day after podcast movement, so we're not going to bombard you with a bunch of um, heavy-duty lessons. We're just going to be hanging out and eating and looking pretty and hugging each other and laughing and having fun. So I'm really excited and I hope yep. you guys are excited.
0: So you have to get your tickets. ShePodcast.com slash PM16. ShePodcast.com 16. slash PM16. 16. And you have to remember that you have two more weeks. You just have two more weeks Until the early bird prices go away. So please get your tickets now. It's gonna, it's just so gonna be so great. I can't even Mm. take it. So excited. The roster keeps growing and I love to write names on my little bullet journal. So wait,
1: are you writing names on your bullet journal? I am writing
0: names in my bullet journal. Why? Because I want It's all in there. I have all their names. Every (laughs) time somebody buys a ticket, I write them down on my little bullet journal. And then that way I can see their names and imagine them and be so happy
1: to be with them. You've Got to do it, people. Okay. Buy those tickets. Don't wait. Stop waiting. <laughs> Stop
0: waiting. Stop farting
1: around.
0: Oh, my God. But we have a really fun thing now that just like got for us. Did you get this for us or did you just set it up for us, this number thing?
1: I just set it up. That's no, right. I know. We have so many di- things. Okay. So Lead Pages comes with now lead digits, which is basically in order to get on our email list, you can just text something. Um, and we should just have a general one, actually, Elsie. I should set that up next. But for now, if, you're, um, if you want to get on the email list and you already have a podcast and you don't mind getting an email with a little kit that we have, or if you're just starting a podcast and you want our little kit, we have a podcast creation checklist and a workbook that helps you. Start up your podcast and all you have to do is text in all caps new podcast to 44222 and then we respond, ask for your email address, and then you get an email. And shaboomy, you're you're getting all the stuff. You're getting all the info. Do it right now. I know you're listening on your cell phone. Yes. Text new podcast to 44222. It's so fancy. I feel so fancy with
0: that. I know it's like, gonna be
1: yeah, it's gonna be good. We'll come up with another one too.
0: That'll be really fun too. So if you guys have any ideas of what you would like to get to from us, yeah, like what we text, you? let us know. We'll make Anything we'll, we'll totally make pictures. it super fun. That's yeah, no, no, happen. naked pictures. That'll
1: never happen. Well, we don't want to scare you away. Yeah, yeah. we don't. Want, no, <laughs> I love that we said that. I know. Time. I know. <laughs> We're like we don't want to scare away the audience. No, 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 no. 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 And um,
0: just to let you guys know too, this is a last little bit of promo before we get into the show. You're listening to this on May 2nd, hopefully early in the morning, but my master class on voice is going live today, and I found out what the time frame was for Australian stuff. So it actually goes up live today, May 2nd, at 5 p.m.
1: Eastern Standard Time. Oh, so um, there's plenty of time <laughs> for you to sign up.
0: Well, well, yeah, you can sign up and have it go live today, but it would be great, you know, to make sure. I'm not sure how that works, though. So I'm assuming that I'll be teaching the class at five today.
1: Are you teaching uh, it live?
0: No, dude. Oh, okay. Which is why I know that. Right. I'm not there. Oh, so of course. It's go to themarketingsummitonline.com, and that is just all one word. So this specific session is the heart of voice and podcasting, which is this is the first time that I've taught this material to anyone. This is the stuff that I've been like mulling over and kind of cultivating and, and completely just growing inside of my own head and uh, thought processes and things like that, that I guarantee that you have never heard of before put in this way, particularly around the way it's framed around voice and podcasting. Um, It kind of is sort of it kind of aligns with what I heard Jessica talking about that she's going to do her her speech on. But I'm sort of focusing on podcasting as a tool for like personal growth, transformation, empowerment, things like that. All those words are super cheesy to me. And but it's but that's really I kind of what I talk about in a completely different way. So please, please, please sign up and, and check it out because the the framework for this it could possibly turn into something really amazing, which has been brewing for me. So the marketing summit online.com and it's free, it's free and it's a, a it's like a marketing and business sort of online retreat. For kind of aimed a little bit more for women who are a little slightly more on the introverted side. So uh, if, you know, you're kind of like me and like to be a hermit and only do podcasting stuff and get behind the mic and nobody can see you, that's me. And if that's you, this is going to resonate even more.
1: Did you like how, like, when I asked if she was teaching it live, she was like, no, dude, like I'm (laughs) the biggest idiot (laughs) that's ever walked earth. That was fun. (laughs) That was well, a good time.
0: Because I, yeah, because dude, I recorded it a while ago, but I guess we're not supposed to, is that peeling that peeling back the curtain? Because it's like, you can't have like all these people. Could you imagine having to deal with people showing up live for these events, like all day long and no. curating? It's just, it, I would probably want to kill myself with the yes, possible would. problems.
1: It would be terrible. Oh my God.
0: All right. So we have some feedback from Taylor from boss girl creative and she is the only one people what is wrong with you that answered my call on episode lazy 93 lazy. to That's tell hilarious. us what or who what podcasts inspired you to start podcasting remember how passionate we were about that well i was about that and <laughs> and i was like no Jessica no
1: it's like this
0: So anyway, this is what uh, Taylor told us about that. She said, the show that inspired me to start podcasting is Blogging Concentrated's Amplify podcast, and that is Dan Morris and Rachel Martin. And it wasn't necessarily because of their sound, but because of the platform of podcasting. The sound quality and professionalism of a show is appreciated. I personally want to give the best kind of show within my own constraints. I appreciate others who do the same.
1: Mm -hmm. I like that. I do too.
0: You podcast with your own constraints, whatever that might be for you. If not, dude, you'll never, you'll never get behind the mic. It's very true. But thank you, Taylor. It's so nice to hear from you. It's been yes. a while, love. Thank you. Have you seen her? What You, you know her website. She's got great branding. So She's if you guys, one of my clients. Well, dude, so then you go to her website because it's awesome and her branding is awesome. It's
1: very pretty and okay, spunky girlbosscreative.com right yeah i believe so
0: oh my goodness
1: yeah dude she's got some cool stuff going on for sure great blog and she's very business savvy which i also like about her
0: we like business savvy peeps speaking of business savvy miss natalie ekdahl from biz chicks yes podcast who um is our sponsor for this episode for the nice, beautiful, professional, and massively amazing podcast mastermind for women podcasters. Here you go. Here you go. Here we go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know what.
1: <laughs> and away we go.
0: And away we go. No, Natalie is very, I got to say, man, that woman is so keyed in to exactly what she wants. And I Natalie? love- yeah. And this it's really good about her. I love that because there's something great about not having somebody go like, no, what do you think about this? Why don't you do whatever you want? Because I live in that world. Mm -hmm. I live with all of the people who are sort of like that right here living in the mountains. Oh, no, you just, I don't know. Whenever you want to come, that's fine. Oh, it's so flaky. Yes. Oh, I don't like that. Dude, it makes me crazy. So then I'm under like, one o'clock. This is what you do at one o'clock. One thirty. This is what you do. So I go over the other side of things because nobody, like I have to create all the boundaries. So there's something amazing about being able to go into a mastermind, into like a specific space where I get to be, I can't say flaky, but I. it's not about being flaky. It's about showing up and then kind of playing around with all of these different thoughts that are in your head so that the group a.k.a. led by the master, not flaky, Natalie, who will be able to sift through all of that and give you the proper boundaries for you to, you know, the proper framework from w- from which to work. I've been using that word a lot. Framework has been in my head a lot. So anyway. Framework? <laughs> framework, yes, framework. So basically, whenever uh, we tweet out about the podcast Mastermind for our Twitter account and whatnot, the thing that resonates with people the most is, podcasting alone. People don't want to do this alone. It just feels like you can't take the next step because you don't really know if this is the the right one. And for some reason with podcasting, when it's overlaid with things that are really meaningful for you, because a lot of us podcast about things that are really meaningful for us, we kind of end up not taking action. So if you are a podcaster who has started your podcast already, has been doing this enough to know that you love it, but you're kind of at a, in a place where you don't quite know what to do next, doing the podcast mastermind is probably going to be the thing that really takes you up and Absolutely. over. Absolutely. Oh, my God. And it's confidential. So, you know, whatever happens in the mastermind.
1: Stays in the mastermind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mastermind romance. <laughs> no, I'm
0: <laughs> With- Not like Vegas. No, and it's pork. not like Vegas. It's something that gets to stages there simmered. It's, some, it's kind yes. of like a good meal
1: between friends where you can't like, where you <laughs> That's can't- so cheesy. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? Her mastermind is like a good meal shared between friends, but virtual <laughs> and without the delicious appetizers and desserts. <laughs> but after it's gone, it's gone. And there are no leftovers. That's right. Well, maybe leftovers. I'm not because sure I you enjoy might- that. Yeah. Analogy. Well. But the point is. <laughs> You'll get to where you want to go if you sign up. It's really she's very helpful in making you achieve, achieve, achieve. You don't want to disappoint Natalie. She's no. kind
0: of the she's the hammer. She's the, I know she what she was mentioning last episode. She's like, no, Jess, you're the hammer. So anyway, no, she's the hammer. You got to go over really to bizchicks.com dot com slash she podcast. She has a lovely landing page letting you know she all does. kinds of stuff. So bizchicks, and that would be with an X at the end. dot com slash she podcasts so that you can get started right away we love you nat yay i hope we got everything in this time
1: <laughs> oh the link though that's i just said it if we say nothing else but oh, yeah the link, link. link. it would be that would be dot com slash she podcast.
0: that's it the link the link so Durp. that's the link yeah so there's a uh philadelphia society meetup that there's is a philadelphia
1: society let's start with that
0: yeah and it started a, it happened yesterday and and I'm going to ask you a question about... Which is like through time and space. Did you attend Jess? I am not
1: sure that I did. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to Minnesota and I'm coming back late Saturday night. And the thing... The event is Sunday at 1. And I've been gone for four days and my husband's probably not going to like the fact that I want to rush right out to Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. To the tattooed
1: mom. So although I really, really... Really want to go because I love the Philadelphia podcasters and the Philadelphia Podcasting Society. I don't think that I can this time, but I'm sure they're going to have more things to go to. Um, and I'm definitely going to do my best to attend those things. But just so you know about the Philadelphia Podcasting Society, if you live in this area, let me see if I can find if they have a f- fancy. I think if you just. Type in the Philadelphia Podcasting Society into Facebook. You will find the group. And if you're local, join. You can post your episodes in there. You can post your events in there. They post their events in there. And you get to learn and meet some really nice peeps that are local that do the stuff that you do. So it's kind of exciting and nice. Yeah,
0: And also, I'll do you one better there, Jess. There is a link in the show notes, peeps. You guys can scroll through the links in the show notes. And they have like an events page in Facebook. So you can click through there and sort of be in the know. I, I'm not sure if you can subscribe to events because I think you can uh, on Facebook. And so you will be alerted if you want to be going to the next upcoming episode. I mean, sorry, uh, meeting or meetup. And that's why we're mentioning it, even though this already happened. So just in case, because they've got some more really fun stuff doing ha- happening.
1: Yes. Yay.
0: All right. So uh, MTV is resurrecting Cribs via Snapchat. And dude, podcasts. What do you think about that?
1: How are they going to do Cribs as a podcast? I cannot. No, no. It's via
0: Snapchat.
1: Have you ever looked? Okay. So like I have Snapchat and once in a while I click on the stuff, not my friend's stuff, but like the other stuff comedy central buzzfeed iHeartRadio, people magazine i'm always like kind of over i'm either overwhelmed okay i'm gonna do it right now while we're on the phone okay i'm either going to be overwhelmed okay i just clicked mtv mm-hmm. here it comes
0: oh yeah
1: 28 celebrities who love fast food as much as you and then if you scroll up you can read it i still go to taco bell drive through raw as hell And it's just like a whole article on Snapchat. I don't know how they do that. Okay, let's keep clicking. Motivational Monday with Boz. And it just says, wake the fuck up. And then it's a lot of like gifts kind of. Bay of the day, Beyonce. It's just flashing. 10 Second Serenade. It's just dumb. But maybe just MTV is dumb. Okay, so let's try something else. Let's try like Food Network. I know And I, that I see Alton find- Brown talking about rye, should you give up gluten, and then get cooking decadent gluten-free cookies, and then snacks. It's basically like just having your news like shoved down your throat kind of. Do you want to read this? Do you want to read this? Do you want to read this? Is it just Do you read there's this? no videos? No, there is. It is all video. Oh, because I think – fir- But at first when you're clicking through like their story, they're showing you all the stuff you could be reading or watching, and then you have to, I guess, pick. <sighs> Okay. So, does that make sense?
0: It kind of does make sense. But here's the thing, though. I think it's brilliant. I think it's a brilliant. Yes, Cribs with Snapchat. It's the easiest thing ever. I can't wait to watch it. But I do hope that it's. Ah. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the snaps are coming directly from the person themselves. Like, I kind of want them, the, the actor or whatever, the celebrity to be behind the snap. Mm-hmm. Rather than MTV running the camera. That's kind of what I want. But I'm not sure that's going to well,
1: happen. Well, if you want that, then just follow those celebrities. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know who just got a Snapchat account? It's Chris Pratt, and it's hilarious. He's it? so good. Yes, he's adorable.
0: Well, there's some there's some funny people. And you're right. Maybe, but I don't know. I just thought it was a brilliant way to I do agree. it because it's like little, it's second snippets of, of somebody's stuff. Like, they don't have to. In terms of setup for a company for a, for a company to create something, it's so much cheaper, I think, to be able to do it via Snapchat. People don't expect their expectations about Snapchat are not the same as when you're doing a, a full on show mm-hmm. on like regular TV. Usually you see people's faces sort of like half framed and make up out the door and you can use filters and you can do little hearts and things like that, which I think are kind of fun. So, yeah. That's true. And so I think that there's going to be a level of intimacy when you're, I don't know, because I really like, that's like my favorite part about Snapchat is seeing people's like real life, real life, like their house or where they're walking or their kitchen. Well, Cribs or- is
1: good. You're right. That's a good, it's a good segue into Snapchat. That's true. But the question is, I don't know, but anytime a brand of stuff on Chap on Chapsnat, <laughs> I want to start calling it that now because that's the best. That's the Chapsnat. Switcheroo I've ever done. Chapsnat? Chapsnat. That's
0: the best that's, Chapsnat
1: stuff is when now, all behind the scenes.
0: Dude, I'm going to be saying that now, like for you're real. And it's and I,
1: way funnier than uh, Snapchat. Yeah, Chapsnat. Chapsnat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any show is a good segue into Snapchat. It's that. Yep. So good on you, MTV.
0: No, but the podcasts are completely different than that. So they're going to be resurrecting Cribs via Snapchat. So that's like bit of information number one. Now we move that off to the side. Mm -hmm. And now we move to podcasts. So they are creating like a bunch of them. Like, again, it's sort of like instead of doing like, hey, let's start a podcast. They're like, hey, let's start five. (laughs) So they're, they're doing a bunch of them. It's like they're doing something called Skill Set with Amy Nicholson, No Request Live, The Stakes, North North Mollywood sounds kind of exciting. Yes. And that one's yeah, it says, uh, what is breaking down pop cultural developments from California perspective and becoming each other's best friends and yours, which is kind of funny. It seems like Molly Lambert and Alex Papademis. Papa Demis. Mm-hmm. Um And then Speed Dial with Ira and Doreen. So these are all very sort of MTV branded type specific shows, you know, music and pop culture about films, political magazines, and all that kind of funny, fun, fun stuff. What do you think, Jess? Is that making you excited and happy or is that like, oh, geez? I don't
1: know. MTV. Nothing about MTV has been cool for 20 years to me. That is true. Nothing. I mean, that is true. I got very addicted to the real world and road rules for a while there. But I mean, you can only watch so much of it before you want to kill yourself. So I've been over MTV for so long. It has been a long, long time. As is it well. just because we're old? Cause I don't even see my daughter watching MTV like ever.
0: Well, because when we got, no, 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 I don't think it's because we're old. It's because when MTV started, we were into the music and mm-hmm. it, you know, music is incredibly, Oh gosh, stuff that happened, you know, music wise, I think the music that really touched you the the hardest and the thing, the music that's really in your heart is the music that was when you were a teenager, when you were like 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. Because that's when it gets like, it just has so much meaning. Mm -hmm. And that's when MTV was big.
1: Yes. So for for us, it was about... 11, 12, the, 13, 14. Yes, you're it, right. You
0: know, it was about the music. It was about the videos. It was about this whole new thing about videos. And videos then were so interesting. I mean, and, and really goofy and weird. Like, I mean, there was a bunch of videos where I was like, what the heck is that? Um, like, uh-huh, you know, take on me where they did that, the, the cartoon thing happening. Mm-hmm. And there were just like a bunch of like crazy videos but i remember how fun the stories were for all of those and then they just stopped playing the music and i think that that's really the problem you think yeah and so now they don't the only thing now mtv people that are watching mtv that are 11 12 13 14 15 are it's all about what the reality shows the people beating each other up the i mean in that
1: way cribs is a good thing exactly because it's always interesting. You know what else? Was this on Pit My Rat? I mean, was Pit My Rat on MTV? Because that was a good show, too. I don't even like Cars.
0: I don't remember. <sighs> I never really did watch. I never had access to MTV. after. So, I mean, yeah. So, whatevs. But it did. I remember it then. But MTV, good for you. For getting into podcasting. And I am yeah, going to listen to some of those shows. It's pretty because, exciting. Well, why wouldn't you? Well, just because I, I just think that it's great. I mean, it, there might be some really, really great ones. And I'd, you know, hopefully you reach a, I'm really wanting them to reach a younger demographic with that. Like to really get like the kid. Because if MTV can get the kids listening to podcasts, we're in, dude. Mm-hmm. We're in. So. True. Anyway. But I forgot uh, to play the news tidbit thing, you know, here. So we are going to now start proper. We're going to now properly move into our news segment of the episode. Here we go.
1: Here it (laughs) goes. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news.
0: Great. And so now a a little bit of news. Julian Fellows is serializing a novel a la podcast. All right. So that you guys do, do not know who Julian Fellows is. He is sort of like the big dude, writer, producer, and everything else behind Downton Abbey. And, of course, some of you guys have known my obsession with Downton Abbey, which I talked about in, at length in many episodes. So what he's doing is, like, he wrote a novel, and you can get it, the the actual novel, the text, but then you also can listen to it. But the catch is that you have to pay, dude.
1: How about Yeah that? Makes sense to me.
0: I kind of really dig that. I think this is the first time that I'm like, how much? Like I Like I didn't even <laughs> go like I didn't even go like you have to pay? That's lame. I don't know. Like I never I didn't even have that that well, he's your guy right? well he's not really my guy i just think like he's your
1: really- guy <laughs> elsie's in love i am not in love with julian follows of all. okay but he wrote downton and so therefore he's like the biggest writing badass well i mean and i mean that's a great it's pretty he, cool he is it's certainly better than catcher in the ride that's not a lie <laughs> and definitely better than anything dickens ever wrote that shit put me to sleep quick <gasps> really Oh, my God, dude. You are kidding. Don't tell me you like Charles' Dickens. What's the one? Not Scrooge McDuck. Great Expectations, man. Yes. Oh, God. What a (gasps) mental torture. It's
0: not. It's so good. I've been listening to it and on Audible as well. And I'm like, this is a great story. It's a great story.
1: No, it's not. Yes, it is. No one likes Great Expectations. What kind of person are you? (laughs) I am an amazing person that loves Great Expectations. No.
0: Dude. No. It is so good. Great Expectations is not so good. Oh, well, I'm halfway done. And then all of a sudden I got so into it because, okay, this is how I know I love stuff. Like when I get into things, I'm like, oh, I can't. I What happens? Because I wanted to know what happens with these characters because it was driving me bananas. And so then I started to Google like Great Expectations and to see if there were like, I don't know. Oh. Articles that I could read, and then I found out that there was the movie with um, oh. Ben with Kill What's me. his name? What's Kill his name? Me? What's I don't name? know.
1: I, I <sighs> blocked it all out.
0: Dude. And so then there was that movie and I was like, oh, that's Dude. what that movie was about. Like all of a sudden, all kinds of things were coming back. And then I'm like, I want to watch another movie of Great Expectations. I have not watched it. No. But I don't even know. I how found it an it.
1: excerpt. Okay, here we go. I'll even do it in a British accent. No, so it's, it's just so good. Interesting. Oh, it's heartbreaking. And- I was half afraid. However, <laughs> the only thing to be done being to knock at the door. I knocked and was told from within to enter. I entered, therefore, and found myself in a pretty large room, well-lighted with wax candles. <laughs> it is no so good. Of Dude, we're going to get in trouble with you reading. reading it.
0: Oh, no, it's, is that um It's three topic?
1: paragraphs about what the fucking room looks like. Uh, it's still great. It's
0: great. I loved it. But anyway, we're talking about Julian Fellows right now.
1: You're right. And you know, he
0: wrote the Broadway musicals Mary Poppins and, surprisingly, School School of Rock, rock. Um, and also Oscar-winning Gosford Park. So he has written Mm -hmm. uh, other things. Mm -hmm. But it's but I just love the fact that this, I guess you could, what qualify him as a stuffy British man, right? Has decided to serialize his novel and deliver it be a podcast. That's like, that's genius. And he's charging for it. Even more genius. So I'm really excited, uh, people, as you can hear from me. And I will be buying this. And I will be reporting back on what it is. You actually can register to read or listen to episode one for free. So, you know, if it doesn't work out, uh, it doesn't work out. So it is Julian Fellow's Belgravia, and you will find a link in the show notes if you just scroll down and look.
1: For the pizza, go look.
0: For the pizza. And then we have the opposite thing happening. Um, there is a podcast that be, that's being adapted for television. How about that?
1: Ooh. Ah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh ah, you are just Am I driving you nuts? You're today? so sarcastic today. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Um, uh, I my the, you I got the wrong packet, not the wrong packet. I got the the a different type of packet than I've gotten. you the, the spicy packet. It must be a spicy packet or
1: a. You think today is the spicy?
0: <laughs> possible, possible. Um, so this is a podcast called The Lore. It's a serialized narrative, fictional podcast, right? So there's like funky stories and side of of this uh, lore uh, podcast. And they are making this podcast. I just think it's amazing. So they're making this podcast that's this sort of like story into a a TV show. Mm -hmm. And it's being done. What is it? that Gail Ann Hurd, long-time producing a partner of James Cameron and most recently one of the spearheading forces of the massively successful The Walking Dead franchise is intending to produce a live-action anthology series out of lore. That's rad.
1: Mhm. So, just rad.
0: I just think it's awesome. I mean, we had Mark Marin become a pop, become a TV show, right? But then mm-hmm. it's like it was the Mike it was the Mark Marin show, so it was really more about his life, kind of not about And the podcast is part of it, but this is like a like a story.
1: Anyway, it's pretty awesome. I feel that you're not quite
0: as excited as I am, but
1: I'm not. But that doesn't mean it's not cool. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you guys can read the article because there's a really great article going all through
1: uh, all all of this kind of stuff. But did you go to the guy's website? It's very Downton Abbey ish.
0: Which which one? Julian the Julian Fellows one. Of course, dude. He's got like yeah. (laughs) Why wouldn't it be? That's like his thing.
1: Wait, but you know what? Technically, this podcast is not being adapted for TV. This is a TV, a possible TV show that's being adapted for podcasts that's then going to be adapted for TV. It's already, it's sort of, it's not quite a win. Oh. Because like, (laughs) it's not just like a podcast all of a sudden is getting written. It's all planned from the beginning. Oh, I see. So it's like being adapted no, if it was that. being adapted, it would be like – like Mark Maron's show, he was legitimately adapted because he had a podcast for years before they were like, maybe this will be funny on television. Let's give it a shot. But like this is like we're going to make a TV show, but first let's make it a podcast. That's not exactly adapted. It's no, not exactly – It's already a thing. It's already a – It's already a po- no, I don't think so. Dude. Are you sure? I think so. Are we talking about Julian still? No, dude. We're talking talking about about Lore. lore. Oh.
0: Oh. See? Oh, my gosh. Uh, So I just got a proposal. (laughs) It's always via Skype. Isn't that insane when you get... Like a marriage proposal? No. Hello, dear. Please. I have a proposal for you, which will benefit you and me also. Write to me directly on my email.
1: What about the person... Wait. can We get... What? We got something similar recently in our sheepy email. Did we not? Did we? Yeah. Hold on. I got to find it because oh, it's really great. funny.
0: All right. So, but while she finds that, um, now that we made the people confused about lore and Julian I'm sorry.
1: Stuff, I was paying attention, but I thought you went back.
0: No, dude. I did not go back. I was still on lore.
1: So anyway, a podcast being
0: adapted for TV. I will have a link in the show notes. You guys could read it. It's really great. And I'm excited. Oh my God. All right, so sponsor number two, Team Podcast. If you are having a problem getting your stuff together for a podcast, you don't know how to submit your show in iTunes, you're confused about the RSS feeds, you don't know how you're going to manage it all, oh my God, the images, the social media, the show notes, it's just making you want to pull out your hair. It's really time for you to contact teampodcast.com. Pass it off, yo. Pass it off, yo. Um, If you're
1: every day wondering how you can pass it off, (laughs) we have your answer. This is it. Pay attention.
0: Pay attention. Yeah. So Christy Hausler as a company is awesome. They do like audio editing. They do show notes. They do your graphic, your social media. And then it starts to allow you to free up your mind so you can only or really just focus on doing your content, which is you can't really outsource that part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So somebody else can take care of all the stuff. And especially and how about this? Especially if you're feeling like you kind of suck. Not that you suck, like as in like your content sucks, but your audio kind of sucks. Like everything's sort of half ass, and you can't really up-level because you don't even know where to start and it's making you upset. So Christy will help you through that and she's going to really be able to guide you as to what the best choices are for you to up-level your sound, your production, and everything else. So please contact teampodcast.com. They are incredible. A lot of our community already uses Christy. She's been amazing and continues to be amazing for free in the She Podcast group because she's constantly in there saying, hey, 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 and giving her uh, advice. So please. She
1: says, hey, 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 like um, the guy on What's Happening.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know
1: that's where you got that?
0: <laughs> no, it's been a while.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Oh, 430.
0: What's happening?
1: That's movie, from Dwayne on uh, What's Happening.
0: Uh, do you remember when our schedule was around TV shows? Yes. Like I can I remember it. That was like 4 4:30 I mean, no, right. on like Monday through Friday reruns was
1: yes. that. Was
0: of What's Happening. Oh, that doesn't happen anymore. Now it's like
1: No, you DVR your stuff now.
0: Yeah. Have there's no spe- There's only special time just for you, meaning your family DVR something. And then this is when you guys all watch it. Whereas before it was a collective thing. I kind of miss that
1: in a way. I too. Oh, well. Well, anyway. Yes. I kind of miss that too because it was kind of fun. Like we used to, in college, um, rearrange our whole lives to watch Melrose Place. Did you do that too? Or 90210?
0: Uh, or, uh, wasn't, wasn't allowed.
1: What are you talking about?
0: I was not allowed to watch Melrose Place or...
1: What are you talking really about? You were like 20. How are you not allowed?
0: I don't know. When did... When did no, I was not allowed. No. Okay, let's find we're out. Too old. Tell you. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> when
1: did... if I was allowed, you're two years older than me.
0: Do you didn't know, grow up in my house?
1: Nine, didn't you go away to oh school?
0: Two, one, oh. I didn't have a TV.
1: 1990.
0: That's when I graduated high school.
1: That's when it came out. <laughs> well. How could you not be allowed? You were like 18. Well, I don't remember ever watching it. What and then Melrose was probably around the same time. So, you didn't go to college. Your friends didn't watch Mel. uh, No, No, I don't don't think
0: we never had TV. No, I don't remember watching TV. We didn't have TV.
1: We had to do the communal. We had to fight for it in the communal room because the guys always wanted to watch. Dude, I never was communal. What? I didn't hang out. You live in a dorm? I did. Well, that didn't you have a communal space with a TV? I never went there. I only went there for this purpose. That's why I missed the entire like the entire beginning of Seinfeld. I never went there. I literally I was- never saw Seinfeld or Frasier until I was like 35. Neither did I. Because we had no TV. I wasn't watching that stuff. So I watched reruns of it now. It's hilarious. Well, so yeah, I never really watched it. Mm. So there's yeah. that. Great. All right. Whatever. All right. Uh-huh. I won't judge you. Thanks. Moving on. Moving, Moving on. Oh. This reminds me of something else Um, before we get into the next topic and maybe it'll all go together. You know, I don't remember what uh, episode it was, probably a few back at this point because we've been noosing it up for a couple weeks now. (laughs) But at some point in the last couple episodes, we were started talking about mindfulness. Yes, of course. And how difficult it is and how you try, but sometimes it's hard and I definitely can't meditate and this kind of thing. Well, I've been finding myself doing things mindfully. Like, it's almost as if it got snuck into my brain (laughs) when I wasn't looking. And these are the types of times when I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm glad Elsie, like, plants a little seed in there and just lets it grow on its own. Like, she never brought it up again. She just certainly doesn't lecture me. And I do want to do things more mindfully. But, like, I find myself doing it at the most unexpected times. So, like, especially – this is your fault, though. Washing the dishes <laughs> and getting ready for my holiday. Like, I found myself being purposefully focused on exactly what I was doing and why. <laughs> Instead of thinking about, I didn't want to think about work and working while I was getting ready for Passover because I really wanted to focus on tradition and family and doing things with love and purpose. Well, uh, that's not the only time like that's just in the last two days. It's been happening like for weeks now where I'll be outside with the baby and and not even for I don't even have to force myself not to think about work. I just enjoy that he's little enjoy that he's having fun outside that he has a new bike enjoying my house and being able to walk to the mailbox. It's like the tiniest little things and I can just somehow e- it planted in there that I should just be mindful when I'm doing tiny things. I am very proud of you. Yeah, I still don't think I can meditate though.
0: That's all right. No you kinda are. I mean just being mindful is sort of sort of kind of like that. So yeah, no, I've been I've been really working towards that and I've been trying to really break again, for me it's has it been
1: that way for you at all?
0: It has. There's been okay, a, a big transition. My morning rituals are really important to me now. And I'm still at it because I think we, we talked the first time we talked about this was when we were talking about that. I started to meditate. Yeah. You started and then yoga. talk to me. Yeah. And then I said, talk to me in, a, you know, I don't know, in six months, I said. So this is, I think this is this probably is earlier, it's a little bit <laughs> earlier, but I'm still, but I'm still doing it. And I, I find it to have been incredibly helpful to me. I go, you know, and I'm tracking things and I've really, really enjoyed the transition. And for me, it's not so much about the stuff. It's about changing the patterns in my brain. Like my biggest focus is about like rewiring my brain to stop doing what it's naturally doing there now, which is Mm -hmm. generally not being present or trying to do lots of multitasking types of things where, and a lot of it is not helpful to me. Mm -hmm. So and and it all started in this in the mindful thing started because I got like a little notepad and I started to write lists down every day on Tuesdays and Thursdays when I was preparing to go to town I have to get a list going because I was feeling incredibly overwhelmed in the mornings because I had so much to prepare for. Whenever we go into town, I need lunches. I need clothes. I need to take care of myself. I need food for them. I need food for me. I need snacks. I need shoes. I need library books. I mean, there's so many things. And I always ended up like I was running Mm -hmm. out of the house and I always forgot stuff and I was completely ungrounded. So I'm like, I'm going to make a list by hand Mm -hmm. and I will follow this list and then that gave room for like writing things down and and being more enamored with me working on my handwriting and then with me trying to make things neat on the page and then all of a sudden going like why can i do this with other stuff too oh i remember when i was doing this with my journal and then i started to do the same thing on like a journal that i had and then all of a sudden I got really obsessed with bullet journaling.
1: Is it really journaling or is it just making to-do lists?
0: It's kind of both. In the On the website, it says it's the analog system for the digital age. And that completely was like, oh my God, this is it. I have
1: found it. And so, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Do I and say so when Jesus I w- too much? I hope it's not offensive.
0: When I went to the website, I was like, this is a th- aesthetically what I love. The aesthetics mm-hmm. of the website immediately, I was like, oh my God. And I can't remember how I landed on bullet journaling. I don't remember what the rabbit hole was that I was going into, where I landed in there. And I was like, holy cats. It was such a simple thing. And then I started to dive even deeper into the rabbit hole when I started to look in Instagram, if you follow the hashtags. And I started to see what other people were doing. And I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. I was already, what was weird is that I was already doing it. Yeah, I think I'm already doing this on some level. Yeah. And so when I was already doing it, I was like, oh, well, then I, you just kind of wrap a framework around that. And part of the framework is that you keep all the lists sort of like inside of one journal rather than little pieces of paper and like lots of little journals. And then you have an index index. At the beginning of like your journal, whatever, where you basically write down like if you start a page and that page is a list. Like I have one that I just started, oh which God, is oh, well, I me. huh, what?
1: I have to stop you for a second. Okay, what? A couple weeks ago, I uh-huh. decided I really needed like a, a little notebook to carry around with me. And this type of notebook is that kind I bought. <sighs> The bullet kind. Can you believe that? that because is this crazy. is kind of what I already do. Like, I just need a running to-do list like this. Oh, my God. I'm bullet journaling. I didn't even know. You keep going. Keep, okay, going. Okay, keep going. I know. And so keep what's going. really cool is because then it just
0: clarifies, kind of like brings order to all of those to-do lists. And every time that you have an idea or any time that you have like, oh, my God, like, I have like a spread for all of the ladies that are attending the She Podcast branch. Like, that's is it in it's the super, same notebook? It's in the same out? notebook as my all bullet right. journal. And so it's in there. And then I also have something that I just created that is like the preparation for us. To the brunch and to podcast movement, and I have it all spread out so that I have it written like spread out by weeks and how many weeks are left. So there's basically nine weeks until we get there, and I started to write tasks that need to be done on those weeks. And it's visually say that I just
1: had a panic attack.
0: No, it's so. Well, I don't want to have panic attacks, which is why I put that in there, because I don't want that to happen. So I'm like, okay, these are things that are definitely need to be done by this time. And I just started to sort of brainstorm through it. But you can also write like a weekly spread for the weekly stuff that you do a monthly spread. And uh, what else do I have? I have the daily spreads, which is where I really write the majority of my stuff. And you kind of transfer tasks. If you're not done with one, you migrate them like to the next day or to the next week. And what's, and I know like the, the biggest resistance that I feel like at first I was like, you mean you have to rewrite everything down? And that's part of the magic of it, because if you don't write it down, then it's not, doesn't matter to you that much. Mm-hmm. And so there's something about that's really helped me writing everything down. And over and over again, or moving it over and realizing, holy cats, I have not done this for the past like week. Is this something I need to shelf? <laughs> yeah. Is this something that I need to, or, and then it's really clear, like whenever, every morning when I wake up, I see these are the three big tasks that I need to get done. And it's they're in, in my face, because mm-hmm. the other thing is, I love it. So one of the reasons that this is helping me so much is because I really like the journal, so I open it a lot and mm-hmm. I look through it a lot, which is something that I don't do with all the digital solutions that we had before mm-hmm. or that I've had before, because all of a sudden it was like when I opened up like um, Omni um, Omni Outliner or Omni, what's the other one? The one that I was like, I don't know, whichever one is the Omni Group. I forgot what it's called. Omni not Omni. It's, uh, it's not Omni Outliner and it's not Omni Graffle. It's the other one, for God's sake. I was going to gonna say Graffle. Yeah. But it's the one that is, is basically to gather all your tasks and all your to dos. And I've done all those online. But there's something about the digital space where I'm looking at the to do list in front of me on the computer. And then all of a sudden, something appears a notification, somebody texts me, somebody all, and then I've, I'm lost. Like it, it's, it's all the same. So there is no importance to it. Whereas now I can have a separate time of planning that is away from my computer. And then I feel like, okay, this can be done. Because usually what I would do is I would open the computer and I was immediately reactive to everything that was happening to me. Mm -hmm. An email that was coming in, a notification from Facebook, somebody like texted me something and everything else that goes on with being in front of the computer. And so I would lose track of what I was supposed to be doing from the get go. Whereas now I can sit down and look at my notebook and be like, "Oh, okay, that's what I'm. That's where I'm coming back from." Yeah, and it's also helped me from the interruptions of my girls and anything else. Before, again, I was trying to do something, and then somebody will interrupt me, and then I will come back and go. Right, but what you can come right
1: back to where I you do- were.
0: Yeah. So now with the bullet right. journal in front of me, I can look at the list and go, "Oh, yeah, I was doing that. That's the most important thing." Mm-hmm. So um, it's been helping me like crazy i can't I can't even tell you and it's making me be all creative because then I doodle and i and I make letters and I fill them in and I color code and even though that is time consuming, it's also giving me a break from the digital. So mm, that makes sense, and that's good. that's a good thing so and it's it's not rigid. So this is something that writer Carroll is the guy who invented, he actually invented this system. He just got the the website up in 2013, 2013. Mm-hmm. So it's a fairly new system. But what's really great is that it's not rigid. So, you know, whenever you take on another task management system or a productivity system that is online and it's via software, there's a, a very rigid workflow and framework that you have to follow. You have to learn how to use that. Whereas mm-hmm. with the bullet journal, it's it's fairly simple and it's kind of, it moves. So you can design it to work with the way your brain already works. And the reason Ryder created this is because he had a lot of learning disabilities and he needed to find a way to I don't know exactly what those are, but he never like got clear about that. But he said he had a really hard time, so he created a system that could help him be productive. And I just I've been in love with the whole thing. You know, it gets rid of the noise and it's really fast. So it's it you, you distill it, uh, it. was something that he calls in there that it's um what do you call it? It's functional planning, mm-hmm. and it's really about capturing things fast rapid journaling is what he calls it that's why it's all in bullet points and you can migrate each one of those bullet points so anyway i just think if any of you guys are doing it you guys let me know because i'm obsessed
1: like crazy yeah i mean i sort of am already doing it so i would love to see yours and how you actually use it
0: yeah i'll i'll show you and like and, and 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 the other thing too that he was talking about is that you know, it becomes what you needed at the time that you need it. And this is something that really resonated with me, that there's going to be times that you're going to need to be planning like your week. There's going to be times when you're going to be needing to plan for a trip that's coming up. There's going to be times where you really just want to sit down and like journal and really just journal, like get your feelings out or whatever. There's going to be a time when you just want to doodle and you just want to make a picture, a pretty picture on a page. And and you it doesn't matter when you do it or how you do it or whether you do it before or after your daily planners or after the big, you know, thing. It, ha- it can be what you want it to be when you want it to be. And, and you can change your mind. Whereas in other frameworks, they don't grow with you. You still mm-hmm. have to kind of abide by those constraints, whereas this can just. And then if you want to drop it, you can drop it. And you don't have empty pages of months that you didn't fill in because mm-hmm. it's just a notebook. So the pressure of that also helps you keep going. I mean, not the pressure of it, the lack of pressure.
1: makes sense to me. I mean, I bought this notebook, I don't even know how long ago, I've yet to open it and put anything in it because I've been trying to find the perfect system for myself, which (gasps) I'm always in search for and I never seem to find the right one. So
0: you should look at, just look at his video. It's a four minute video right at the top of the page. It's super simple. And then... And his is incredibly simple and I kinda wanna move towards that. Right now mine is a little bit more I have a lot of doodles and colors. I'm a thing.
1: doodler too. So like a curse. I have curse like of the doodles. All kinds
0: of doodles and stuff. So
1: <laughs> yeah, doodles yeah. and doodles.
0: But it's, I will share I'll share more about my planning process like that and it's been great to have the bird's eye view of what we're doing and to really keep on task in doodle. a way that makes me feel happy. So
1: yay well that was (laughs) super helpful i mean even more so that i'm already doing it
0: i know and you have a notebook so if any of you guys are doing bullet journal i already got the notebook i
1: know it's crazy you're so excited where did i get it i want to say barnes and noble probably i'm pretty sure i got it at barnes and noble yeah yeah
0: So that is uh, the end of our episode today. So any of you guys who have bullet journaling or have any um, kind of desire to know a little bit more, I'm happy to share because I'm kind of totally obsessed with what I've been doing. But I'd love to see your stuff, too. I haven't gotten to the point where I'm putting my pictures up on Instagram. But, dude, if you just read the hashtags for bullet journaling or bullet journal and you're going to be like, what the I mean, it's a huge community and it's a, ama- I mean, I'm just floored by what people can do. It's very inspirational and I feel that it's also completely mine. So well, I look at, so I mean,
1: excited. I can't even imagine that there was a community to go even with it.
0: There's crazy. a huge, massive community of, around bullet journaling. It's like out of control. Crazy. Pants. So it's crazy pants. So, um, do you have some sponsor shout outs today? Some shout outs for some peeps or some people that have been helping us.
1: Yes. Shout out to Audio Editing Solutions, John, who's also my uh, co-host at OffInTheWeeds.com. But thank you so much for editing our show. He is such a perfectionist. My God. God. I know you guys spend hours talking about my shitty audio and how I don't stop fidgeting and everything else. And I'm very sorry. But... Yeah, he's a fussy dude when it comes to audio, and that means that your audio will be amazing as well. Totally. And then Rebecca at CLR Virtual Connections is amazing. She's been helping us with our. She's going to start it now on our affiliate program, which needs to get up. But she's been helping us with putting the final touches on Podcasting School for Women, and now we can start getting affiliates. So actually, if you want to be an affiliate and help us and be our sales, um, a little bit of our sales team. Send us an email. Let us know and we'll put you up on the – we're just getting the program together now. So I'm excited about that. Um, And then Darlene Victoria who has been helping us just go over our website and make sure everything's copacetic and stuff. So thank you to all three of you. And I think that's pretty much it. You can find us on ShePodcast.com. Everything forward slash podcast like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and you can join our group. And don't forget to text um, new podcast to 44222 just to get on our email list and also to get our little planning kit. Even if you already have a podcast, you might find some suggestions in there useful. Yeah, even just the process. And also, please buy
0: yeah. your ticket. Shepodcast.com slash twelve I'd really like to be able to let them July. know earlier
1: when, how many people we know are coming. Even yeah. if you guys are like hemming and hawing, just make a later flight. It's not going to hurt anybody. You're not going to, you know, most likely Expedia will allow you to change the flight without giving you a penalty. And then, uh, or how are you sent your, how are you set your stuff up? Just go home a little later, a little later. It's Chicago. It's Chicago and you just, just yeah and then you, you need you to hang say. out with us
0: period so yeah. to have fun with us and Please. and bed all of the she podcasters energy and did and you say you. bed us in bed and bed and oh, bed not bed I and mean, plus the I, boys I, where are you guys i want to see guys, guys 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 you all know. need to come guys you
1: guys are all hemming and hawing about how you can never like come to stuff we're not inviting you well where are you Yep. What's happening? I don't see you guys signing up for our event that's open to all. Let's do this. We want to hang out. Yep, let's do it. All right. Love you. Mean it. See you soon. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>